0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta.
1: Hello, welcome to News Laundry Hafta. Angre Apna Lagaan or News Laundry Apna Hafta. Kabhi nai chhodte, we are back with four panelists here in the studio and one joining us on the phone. Joining us on the phone is Manoj Mitta. Manoj Mitta is a journalist and author based out of Delhi. He's worked at the Times of India and in an Express in a day. He also writes for The Wire and Scroll sometimes. Uh, Most importantly, at least for me, he is the author of a book, When a Tree Shook Delhi, the 1984 Carnage and its Aftermath. Other than that, Manoj has also written a book, The Fiction of Fact-Finding Modi and Godhra 2014. He is currently working on a book on impunity for caste violence. And here in the studio, we have a managing editor, Raman Kripal. Hi. And we have an award-winning journalist... Uh, who Vivek Agnihotri dis- described as News Laundry Ki Ladki, Manisha Pandey.
2: Yes, and you didn't protest. I registered I,
1: that. I know, I actually felt really bad at the time because it just, the moment passed me by so yeah, fast.
2: Yeah, it probably glazed over you <laughs> with so much that he was saying. But oh, it's okay.
1: Oh, she said she probably glazed over you because you yourself are such a sexist piece of shit. But anyway, <laughs> that thank
2: could be a reason. It won't slip, it won't escape a woman, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: you're right. I agree, it won't have escaped a woman. But, and we have Madhut Rehan. Hi. So on that note, let me just go over what all we will be discussing in today's hafta. But before I do that, I have an appeal to make to all our subscribers. Some of you may know, I did an interview of a filmmaker, writer, motivational speaker and fighter of urban Naxalites, Vivek Agnihotri. I had no idea, but it's gone viral. So we've got a lot of subscribers coming in to watch that. All of you who are either Mufat listening to it, who are only coming in to watch that, Um, A, I'm disappointed that that's what it took for you to subscribe. While we have such amazing ground reports from award-winning journalists like Manisha, we have a fantastic managing editor like Raman Kripal, we have amazing ground reports from journalists like Amit, who did a series even from Kerala. So, but if Vivek Agnihotri is what makes you subscribe, well, uh, what can I say? But I hope you stay subscribers. As Raj Kapoor used to say about his films, they may come to watch Zenat Taman's body. He used a more word, But they will stay for the story. So even if it is Vivek that made you discover us, I hope you will stay for the other quality work we do. Here's a snippet from the interview. Hello and welcome to News Interviews. I have with me today, Vivek Agnihotri. Where do you get the data point that 40% of India is infested by Maoists? I mean,
3: source, cite the source. Okay, the speech you are referring is about 2-3 years old, right? I don't know, 2015 Hmm. or 14. Right, when we made the film in 2011, this was the data, 40%. From where? From where? Government of India. You do your research, you'll find out. I've got it here, the government of India. Today, listen to me, today it's come down. No, it no, may so not be 40 at the peak. percent
1: okay, At the peak, it was… We had 106 districts out of about 600 districts, this is the yeah, Government of India data, yeah. that were um, impacted by Maoism. That doesn't mean all of them were completely overrun by Maoists. 26. When you made that speech, the number was down to about 44 districts. Hmm. When you say 40% of Indian income amount, that means half of India is out of hand. Yes, it's out of hand. You don't know what Now, the thing is... So, tell 40%. Where did you come from? You told a student. It's our research. We have researched it. Do you think, going forward, and would you acknowledge that at least when you lecture in colleges,
3: your facts should be clear? No, I don't. Why do I, I? don't take anybody's advice. I do what I like doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So facts don't matter then. No, see, our imagery is different. You are wired differently. I am wired differently.
1: But facts are facts, no? No. Why? Who said facts are facts? On something like, am I wearing a white kurta pajama or a black one? Hmm. Right now, the evidence to suggest I am wearing a white one is overwhelming as compared to that I am wearing a black one. So someone can say I am wearing a black one once yeah. we finish, but that person. Will be made fun of,
3: but life is not exactly what you get to see. There are some people who have gone beyond that. Who knows? Maybe inside this white, you have a very dark heart, black heart. Who knows? Are you not kurtas? No, you are wearing I am not wearing kurtas. I am talking about beyond. So it is possible that your heart is very dark. You are wearing kurtas. You are wearing white. Who knows? What you call fact is not really a fact. What is your fact? You have kept your facts with Let me just do what I am doing.
1: I'll read a tweet out of you, for you. And this is again, hashtag Urban Naxal. Tragedy with Urban Naxal is that they believe the path to break India goes via breaking Narendra Modi and Arnab Goswami. If thousand years of Islamic British rule couldn't break the Hindu civilization, how can these piddies? So, Arnab Goswami is the... No, this the, is also the, a lot of sarcasm in that. You have to
3: understand satire. If you're going to make everything dry... If you're going to make everything dry, how will it go? You have a problem with the Dry, lack of sense of humour. Arnab Goswami, there is, is it's an imagery. It's a key word.
1: Now, coming on to more significant and substantial stuff. There were a series of arrests of, um, they were arrested for being Maoist. I did, what was the charge?
2: So that's the interesting thing. The police doesn't want to make it clear, but what we know is that they suspect they have links to banned Maoist organizations. That's all we know, really concretely.
1: So that's all we know. There were those arrests. Then we will also discuss um, Rahul Gandhi's FOPA on whether the Congress was involved or responsible in 1984. Uh, do you know where he did this? This was somewhere overseas.
2: Yeah, this was an interview in Germany. There was an interaction with the press where he he was asked a question by a journalist, and that's how he responded. So since we have many
1: NRI audiences even for the podcast, it seems you guys are the new audience for any prime ministerial candidate. They're out to appease you. Like what the fuck, yeah? Ham kya Ham yah se hain mein Power cuts hamare Lekin Modi ji ho, Rahul ji ho, so, you will also be discussing the Marlena Dollars make it like the print and many other newspapers claimed has been asked to drop her name Marlena because it sounds too Christian because she's been declared the candidate for one of a little constituencies in Delhi little we will discuss that and what that means and how important that is. We will have the panel's view on that. And finally, that hero of nationalists, Major Gogoi, going go, 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 gone. So let's first get into the crackdown on human rights activists and lawyers and uh, Naxal sympathizers or Maoist sympathizers, depending on who you're watching, they are described differently which is also a conversation we can have. Um, So, Manoj, uh, tell us about what is your take on this. Uh, A, what does it mean um, for... Uh, news professionals uh, and how do you think they have actually covered it?
4: Well, I was... uh, To begin with, I I want to look at the political context in which it has happened uh, before I come to the point about uh, how news organizations have reported it. Right. Because the two are uh, connected. Uh, It was suggested that um, uh, by some critics of the government that uh, this is probably a diversionary tactic uh, to divert attention from... uh, uh, the recent revelation made by the same Maharashtra police uh, about uh, Sanatan and hmm. And then those other, uh, you know, failings of the government from Kashmir. And also Kerala, the RBI report
1: right? on demonetization.
4: Uh, so, yeah, demonetization and what have you. The lynch mobs and the failure of the government to deal with those things. I would think that uh, uh, this suggestion uh, misses uh, uh, something that is Central to uh, the case, uh, the case being uh, the Bhima Koregaon uh, uh, FIR uh, which right. emanated from uh, violence that erupted after that uh, uh, Yelgar Parishad uh, in the run-up to the commemoration of uh, uh, a historic uh, occasion. And that is uh, what uh, you know it gives us a sense of why this is so sensitive an issue for uh, the government, for BJP and indeed for uh, the Hindutva uh, Parivar, the Sun uh, Parivar, and uh, risked uh, this kind of controversy. Uh, what is sensitive about it is that you have these Dalits over the years, right from the days of uh, Ambedkar, uh, celebrating an occasion as a, a moment of emancipation for them. Mm? Uh, the very occasion that is seen by uh, Hindutva narrative as... Uh, an occasion for mourning. Uh, why on mourn, uh, that occasion, because that was the fall of the last Hindu empire, the Maratha Empire. Um, I you know, see. The so they, so they, so uh, they look at it from.
1: Uh, so they look at it as a celebration at the falling of a Hindu empire. Is that right?
4: Yeah.
1: Manisha, you uh, were commenting on this, and you've seen the coverage of this at length. Uh,
2: so Is there
1: another way of spinning this, and has that been successful?
2: Of course. <laughs> And that you've seen that happen right from the beginning with channels like Republic, Times, Now, Z, and I'd say most television channels and even newspapers. Uh, This urban Naxal conspiracy that's been spread. But so you've had in this case, at least, I mean, Manoj has given us a detail of the case, but you've had in this case, the media lap up everything that the public prosecutor and the police has been saying. And when you hear what they're saying, it's like an army of Viveg hotri, literally. (laughs) So you've had yesterday public prosecutors make um, you know statements like uh, these guys are trying to spread rebellious thoughts. These guys are trying to use arts and uh, cartoons and creative means of influencing people. This
1: was said by the The
2: public prosecutor, and he actually he actually said this Hmm. that uh, the uh, Arun Ferreira, who's one of the guys who was detained, is using art, culture, Hmm. humor, and creative methods with the intention of penetrating Maoist thoughts in their minds, sending them. I don't believe this. You're
1: serious? This is the public prosecutor of the government of Maharashtra.
2: He and then they have said things like they go on fact finding team. So every time there's a you know there's been a killing or there's been a, you know there's been a confrontation with land acquisition or whatever, these guys go and do fact finding. So they uh, they've also said that fact finding team could be a code word for Maoists. <laughs> so basic things like this this police has spun into this grand conspiracy where everyone from Maoist to Kashmiri separatists yeah. to like top functionaries. No, all, uh, Manisha,
4: I just want to say that all these sweeping statements that are being made are emanating from that one FIR, that second FIR I was talking about. Yeah. We are uh, linking it to that. Please. Yeah. Right.
1: So, um, yes, and sorry, when Manisha. when you look at
2: the profile of some of the guys who arrested people like Sudha Bhardwaj and this is very important she spent 29 years in Chathasgarh fighting land acquisition Hmm. fight you know doing very basic pro bono legal work for tribals who have who have no idea what they're doing they'll just put them in jail so they won't even know what's been served on them they're illiterate she'll come she'll fight these cases yeah. So, when you take her out of there, it makes it so easy for the government to just then go and do whatever they want. So, this is essentially, and this is going to have a chilling effect on lawyers who are doing public interest litigation because in when fact you one target of them, them...
1: But one of them spoke to us, right, in a report that yeah, we did. One of the lawyers who didn't who's want actually, to be named because yeah. obviously these guys, but... He or she didn't want to be named.
2: And in this case also, so many of these guys are guys who are just fighting cases for other guys accused of... Uh,
1: the same... Uh, yeah. Being uh, under uh, Under the same law. So, um... There, but i i think um what and this i think there's a certain uniformity in how power reacts um that i don't think the government had um anticipated the kind of pushback that has come and i i think this was the same thing in the time of upa i think governments underestimate the pushback that will happen when they take a step that is you know so grossly seemingly unjust um so today there's a, a, a protest and i think um this has kind of led to a consolidation of the anti-BJP forces, like not in the last, I think, two years. I can't think of, you know, this consolidation happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, and this reminds me of many such bloopers the UPA made, including some during the Operation Green Hunt. The whole Rahul Gandhi's FOPA. Um and Let's start with you, Manoj, because you wrote that book, When a Tree Shook Delhi. Yeah. Um, I think, to a great extent, the ghosts of '84 had been settled uh, by uh, well, okay, not settled, but at least um, they had kind of tried to uh, save some face with Manmohan Singh's apology and acknowledgement, and yeah. even Rahul Gandhi had, in one interview, a kind of expressed regret. Uh, like, what a dumb thing to do! I mean, what? First of all, for those of uh, our listeners who are not very, you know, up to date with. Uh, Eighty-four. Can you tell us, you know, based on the research in your book, how compelling was the evidence that it was the Congress Party behind the riots?
4: Yeah, see, uh, the latest controversy is specifically about the party. Party as distinct from uh, leaders. Right. Uh, because uh, as far as leaders are concerned, what happened was, you know, we had, uh, unlike in any other uh, context, we had two rounds of uh, judicial inquiry. The first one was appointed by Uh, Rajiv Gandhi in uh, 85, um, and uh, that led to a complete exoneration of uh, the party and the leaders. And it said uh, that if uh, uh, at all there is any involvement from the side of uh, Congress camp, it is You know, some low-level workers who on their own acted. Um, So there was no question of uh, the leaders or the party, much less the party being involved. It's the uh, exoneration that uh, Mishra Commission gave, right? Hmm. Now, several years later, uh, when Vajpayee government was uh, in place uh, due to pressure from civil society, they uh, appointed a fresh inquiry because it was widely perceived that uh, the uh, clean sheet that uh, the Mishra Mishra Commission gave was baseless and so on. So uh, that inquiry was uh, held by Nanavati, Justice Nanavati Commission. And this uh, one, uh, the report, uh, gave its report in um, 2005, uh, which went a little further than um, Mishra in saying, um, okay, uh, it, it did not address the question about the party, uh, in, uh, at great length. What it did was, okay, it left alone the question of whether the party as such was involved and instead it uh, said that certain leaders were certainly involved. So it went on to indict, uh, say, Titler. Uh, it went on to indict uh, Sajjan Kumar and uh, certain other leaders. So now, uh, in spite of that, the action taken report that the Manmohan government originally gave in parliament said that we don't accept this Nanamati Commission report. Uh, They reiterated uh, the exoneration of uh, um, Mishra Commission, uh, because that was politically convenient to them, and said, neither the party nor the leaders were uh, involved, right? Hmm. But then there was an outrage in uh, uh, the House, and uh, subsequently in Rajya Sabah, Manmohan Singh revised that... uh, uh, stand of the government and said, okay, we are. By then, they forced uh, Hitler to resign. They forced uh, Sajjan Kumar to resign from some post uh, which uh, Delhi government had given. But Shla they, but they still
1: gave Sajjan Kumar's so brother he, a ticket then to then contest. He, in that
4: context, that in August 2005, uh, uh, he tendered that apology on uh, behalf of the government.
0: Okay, one thing to point out is that at that time in 1984, the only television channel was Doordarshan. Darshan. So none of what really happened, there is no documentation visually on, on footage. And that is a big disadvantage because if it had happened after the liberalization of television airwaves, I think it would have been a different picture where people would be able to show what how the uh, six were targeted. Uh, and it was not a riot. It was goons being um, incited by Congress leaders and in connaught place there were uh, it, uh, everyone could see what was going on even from their windows and six were running for their lives people were killed in front of their children and wives so to say that this um, what was I, I his don't exact know, words I- Well, Rahul said that the Congress Party was not involved. Now, I don't know, even if he was 13 years old when it happened, the point is that you still have to study history. You still have to be open to what other people have written about it. You still have to be aware how many cases and how many commissions have been formed which Mm. came to nothing. How many cases have been filed again and again and again which have come to nothing. Nobody has gone to jail. Huh? There have been 40, so 40 arrests. arrests. Okay, were, but nobody but no convictions. No, there were convictions. They were convicted. No, but Convict- not not Jagdish titler No, uh, no, no. no High-level uh, high people. So at least he should have been aware, or he should still be aware of this historical procedure that has taken place in '84. Police but, officers were convicted. So for him to not to not know of that and to speak in this great innocence that the Congress party was not involved, and then in fact his father saying that and all that no. uh, that is I'm, I'm
1: a little surprised that he would like rake this up which actually shows his political no, no, immaturity he didn't rake it,
2: up. it was a question by a journalist
1: No, no but he could have answered the question Haan. without being so clumsy Okay, now I have this very Tadakta bhadakta subject which I'm sure everybody has a lot to say on and journalists of course have responded with disdain and Ashutosh has piped up. For, for the best thing that happened to us, Ashutosh quit the party. I, I know. I
2: think.
0: How really, nice! Really, really. I don't know why. I
1: don't know why <laughs> Arun is trying to keep him or not. <laughs> what,
0: <laughs> what is he going to do? <laughs> These journalists who become <laughs> he'll become a journalist he's, he's again. already
1: started making noises,
4: so I think he would join some other
0: party.
1: Can do
2: Facebook blogs.
1: No, but I. Atishi Marlena. For those of you who don't know, Atishi Marlena is Atishi is um, you know what one a of the most. creative
0: surname? She mixed it with Marx and Lenin.
1: Not she. Her her father or mother did okay. the parents. They were professors in Delhi University. I think her mother was an economics professor at Hindu College. If I'm not wrong, so she is actually one of the architects of the whole uh, reform that has happened in the education in Delhi, which is actually the once bright spot of Delhi governments. I mean, if at all they'll win again, they'll win because of that in the Mahala clinics. And she's the architect of that entire process. Uh, she has been announced as the candidate for the next Lok Sabha election from Delhi, from one of the seven constituencies in Delhi. And in so doing, has been asked, as has been reported by many in the media, God. to drop her surname. Which is actually Singh, her father's surname is Singh, but they gave her the surname Marlena, joining Marx and Lenin, because they were famous leftist professors of their time. And uh, Ashutosh has piped up and said that even when I was contesting, they asked me to use my surname, but I've never used my surname, which he hasn't. I mean, I've worked with Ashutosh for five years, mother, when he was an Ajtak.
0: We never knew what his surname We never surname knew was. what his
1: surname was, and, you know, he never used a surname. And it was a very, I think, a, a great decision to say that I will not be identified by my caste. He did it in college. Yeah. So, um, so he's saying even I was asked to use it and of course now everybody has problem. Of course, that time he used it for the last four years, he hasn't had a problem <laughs> and uh, defended everything from Somnath Bharti to uh, all <laughs> sorts of stuff. But I'm just saying to win an election that people have condemned it, they, they will bring about change, they will do this. How big a deal is it or how disappointed will you be with the party if they ask you know, uh, their candidates to do such a thing?
2: did they but yeah apparently the story is that she wasn't she doesn't use her name anyway she, she, she never, don't no, she I think Pradeek did
0: a, a thing on fake news on, or, and thing then there that was an unnecessary controversy true. she was not according to them it wasn't, she was not asked to drop her surname
2: she's Atishi Singh but she never a, no, no
1: no, no? She, she was always known as Atishi Marlena even when she used to appear on TV it used to come Atishi Marlena that was the surname that texts also used you know the uh, supers of Jo Aata Jab aap. TV pe ho, And that they ask you that this is the name we're using. And I, she has been using oh, that okay. name. Okay,
2: I was... Uh, a lot of the AAP guys are saying that she always called herself Atishi. Never Marlene. And she dropped it because there was confusion within the carder.
1: For those of you who came in late, there's an army officer called Major Gogoi who became an instant celebrity and an instant villain at the same time depending on where you stood. And if you stood in the middle, you were like, okay, there are many officers like him. And he will go down the way of many of those officers. He was the man who famously... Tied a Kashmiri man on the jeep to push back on a stone-pelting mob. It was an obvious violation of human rights, which was lauded by the army chief. And Major Gugoi t-shirts were sold by entrepreneur of consequence, Tejinder Singh (laughs) Bagga. Who was also featured in the Times of India for being so entrepreneurial. uh, Who I have interviewed and you can watch his interview below in the link. And uh, after that, he was... Well, um, an inquiry was set up because he was seen in a hotel with local Kashmiri woman and that led to some fight over there and of course that blew up and people said he's being targeted because of what he did and it's unfair and many senior journalists uh, who know very little about the army started saying oh this is you know of course the ones who defend nationalists no matter what that they, so what a consenting adult mm. and a cons- they cannot enter a hotel uh, i'm like first of all you clearly don't know anything about the army considering you know you've been a journalist for 35 years and i think i said this i, I remember my dad was in the army there was a court of inquiry against a commanding officer whose jawan had got an std this was i remember when dad was posted in gang talk or something and there was major tension we used to go there for holidays and what happened some dude had got an std and and it was clear that he had been in a non-family station for 6-7 months And the doctor said this STD has only happened in the last And the commanding officer was hauled up That how is your man leaving the army cantonment And going and having sex with any local woman When she's not supposed to I mean, not fun and he a disease and he commanding officer and here is a major and these Yanis are tweeting I don't believe this what, th- th- this is the intolerance of the liberal
2: yeah why can't she go to her a... no, the Republic.
0: Like, Republic was saying that equated clean sheet, sheet. No, no, you you're, you're in this highly sensitive area Jammu and Kashmir uh. and Ladakh and I think this happened in Kargil in that area this no. happened in Srinagar in Srinagar and I think that that is... I'm surprised that that's all that's happened. He has been now court-martialed, hasn't he?
1: Well,
2: though, There'll be an inquiry. There'll be an the,
1: inquiry. In proceedings are on, yeah. I mean, in the sense that he has been found... Uh, what is it?
0: Li- not liaising, but whatever word. Laising with the... Yeah. Yeah. No, government. you can't There's do that. You can't do that. Because it's, it's it opens you up rules. to all kinds of uh, susceptibilities. You're vulnerable. Yeah. You, open, you make yourself... The army and you the make, country yeah, vulnerable.
1: You, you make your Pelton You cannot vulnerable. do it. Mm. You cannot do it. So, I, I so, was just uh, curious about how... Now, the, the thing is, you know, the 24-hour news cycle mm. has made us forget what, how this was covered. Channels that did a complete fictitious coverage of this, not even understanding what are the implication is, there will be a court of inquiry. And, you know, many people had said there will be a court of inquiry, including yours truly. Just knowing the facts, that this is how the army works, none of those channels... You know, uh, uh, called out and Hamari Manisha Kartiya they are two guilty channels. Uh, doesn't the Janta give a shit that you were basically for one week you were given wrong news. I don't care. Yeah. All of you listening in, uh, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta. We will see you again next week with the hafta, till then subscribe, pay to keep news free, cause when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served, thank you.